Welcome to Module 2, Setting up a Supported Living Scheme, a Business Plan and Structure. In this module we're going to consider how your business will be structured, how your business will operate, how should it be registered, what policies and procedures you'll need and funding your startup. Business Structure when setting up a supported living scheme business, it's important to carefully consider how the business should be structured, how it will operate and how it should be registered. Failing to get this correct at the outset could mean that the service is being provided unlawfully and could result in enforcement action and prosecution. As well as that, you could lose a lot of money, a lot of time, and this might not be the business for you, or you might need to get additional support where there are gaps in your ability to offer this service. Firstly, you need to register your business. So there's several options and we'll go through them. If you are thinking of a sole trader, it's the simplest one to set up, but you personally will be responsible for your business's debts and you'll also have some accounting responsibilities. If you are considering a partnership, it's also simple to set up for more than two people to run the business together. You share the responsibility for the business's debts and you also have accounting responsibilities. However, CQC would rather you set up as a limited company. In fact, they will only put limited companies through to their registration. A limited company is a company that you can set up quite easily if you form a limited company, its finances are separate from your personal finances, but there are more reporting and management responsibilities. To set it up, some people get help from a professional, for example, an accountant, but you can set up a company yourself. We suggest you go to the government website at www.gov.uk forward slash limited hyphen company hyphen formation. So, when you set up a limited company, you choose which type of limited company to set up. Private limited company or a public limited company. Pick your company name, much like a web address, your company name has to be completely unique. Forming a limited company, you just have to supply certain personal details to help Companies House identify you as a company director. These include type of business limited company will carry out by submitting a SIC code, standard industrial classification code, for business. Select the most appropriate code from the condensed SIC code list online at gov.uk which is maintained by, maintained by Companies House. Choose a registered office address and provide a service address. Avoid potential impacts on privacy by not publicly showing your residential address. Decide on the ownership of your company, number of shareholders and the details of shareholding. Companies House will often have your limited company formed in a few hours. Then you need to look at the duties and responsibilities as a limited company director. This includes newly set up limited companies must register at Companies House. Annual accounts and confirmation statements must be completed and filed with Companies House every year by the due date. You need to maintain and submit a record of everyone who is 
has significant control over the limited company. Someone that holds more than 25% of shares or voting rights in a company has the right to appoint or remove the majority of the board of directors or otherwise exercises significant influence or control. This is known as the PSC register. HMRC must receive your accounts every year. An annual return must be completed and any corporation tax owed must be paid to HMRC within nine months and one day of the limited company year end. Register for self-assessment and send a personal tax return to HMRC every year. This requirement doesn't apply if your company is a non-profit organisation such as a charity and you didn't get any pay or benefits. Follow the company's rules, keep company records and report changes. The director is legally responsible for company records, accounts and performance. As a director, you must make decisions for the benefit of the company. The director can be fined, prosecuted or disqualified if the director does not meet the responsibilities. Certain people are prohibited from acting as a director of a company, including persons under 16 years of age, bankrupts and disqualified persons. Complete the incorporation process. You will need memorandum of association, several forms, article of association, a business bank account, small business insurance to cover you and the cost to set up. You need to prepare and write a business plan. A business plan is a written, is a written document that describes your business covers objectives, strategies, sales, marketing and financial forecasts. A business plan helps you to clarify your business idea, spot potential problems, set out your goals and measure your progress. You'll need a business plan if you want to secure investment or a loan from a bank. Also read about the finance options available for businesses on the internet. It can also help to convince customers, suppliers and potential employers to support you can use this training and the documents that we have added for you to support writing your business plan. Maintaining your limited company. A limited company is drawing up and sending invoices plus keeping a record of expenses. Both of these can easily be done if you use online accounting software which provides templates, automatically calculates VAT should you be VAT registered and offers simple recording of expenses. Preparing and filing your tax returns. Crucial to having a good accountant and sophisticated online accounting software with which to take away the strain. If you're registered, VAT is simple because whenever drawing up an invoice, the VAT is automatically added. Dealing with the tax paying and filing duties keep all their information in separate places. However, when it's all organised in one secure online system, the information is readily available and it becomes significantly easier to file returns and accounts for taxes, which is why we say you should have very good online accounting software or get your accountant to do it all for you. We covered briefly some things about claiming back expenses, but your accountant will tell you about that. So again, get a good accountant. Now you might be thinking, should you set up as a charity? Charities come under the heading of social enterprise. A business structure that helps people or communities is called a social enterprise. As a social, charitable or community-based objectives, it can be set up as a limited company with social purposes, charity, a cooperative, 
a community interest company, CIC, sole trade or business partnership, and also a housing trust. If you want to set up as a community interest company, you still have to become a limited company to start off with. This can be done by changing your limited company using the government gateway. With all these things, we suggest you seek legal advice. It's common for providers to arrange both the accommodation and the care of care regulated activity services to service users. But beware, this could lead CQC to view and register your service in the same way as a care home. In order to avoid this, ensure there is a separation between the provision of accommodation and care offering. You should seek plenty of legal advice so that you take precautionary steps and structure your service user contracts and tenancy agreement to show that the service you are offering is a true supported living service. So we've formulated for you some key areas of operation. As you can see, there are three areas that you really do need to have structured in your business. That's health and safety, HR, and the operational component. Health and safety will consider, as well as staff, data management and security, medica medication administration, property, Contra contracts and fire precautions. HR specifically looks at the company's staffing structure and pay, key performance indicators for performance related pay, job descriptions, induction, supervision and appraisal and contracts. The operational arm of your business looks at rotor management, service user folders, outreach support sessions management license agreements and staff training. This is what the homeless.org.uk says about supported housing. Supported housing is any housing scheme where housing support and sometimes care services are provided as an integrated package Supported housing services include homelessness hostels, refugees, sheltered housing and long-term accommodation for people with ongoing needs. If you offer regulated activities, you must be registered with CQC. CQC monitor, inspect and regulate services to make sure they meet fundamental standards of quality and safety and publish what they find, including performance rating to help people choose care. Nearly all supported living schemes are registered as domiciliary care providers. So what we're going to suggest to you is that if you are setting up a supported living scheme, you should register as a domiciliary care provider, which gives you registration through the CQC for the regulated activities that you may be undertaking. In its Registering the Right Support Policy on Services for People with Learning Disabilities and Autism in line with the Building the Right Support Agenda, CQC will clearly assess the impact of the accommodation being offered in registration and of the registration application made by providers who seek to set up or extend their supported living schemes. 
Supported living schemes that register for personal care or other regulated activities will have those service activities inspected against the applicable fundamental standards in the Health and Social Care Act 2008 Regulated Activities Regulations 2014. Other fundamental standards focus on premises, care homes, equipment, quality assurance and staffing. The 2014 regulations, which include fit and proper persons test and a duty of candour, are used with reference to the inspector's key lines of inquiry. So we would suggest you go and take a look at Building the Right Support, a national plan to develop community services and close inpatient facilities for people with a learning disability and or autism who display behaviour that challenges, including those with a mental health condition. Building the Right Home. This document refers to housing providers to describe registered housing providers, including the local authority and housing associations. This document uses housing and accommodation interchangeably to signify accommodation. It's intended to be supplementary to building the right support and the accompanying service model in order to help the NHS and local authority commissioners expand the housing options available for this group of people who form part of the Transforming Care Programme. So, as we said right at the beginning in Module 1, the local authorities and the health services want good providers who are offering your service. So it's really essential that you read some of these documents because they really do lay the foundations for what is required. I'm going to go on now to the real tenancy test. As we've said before, you need to ensure that your supported living scheme differentiates clearly between support and accommodation. The real te tenancy test is a quick test to be used in supported living and tenancy based supported housing to determine if real tenancy rights are being met. The real tenancy test says that for a tenancy to be genuine it should meet five key standards and this is what you must make sure that you have in place in your supported living scheme. It's designed to help give a quick understanding of whether a tenancy for a person with a learning disability gives real tenancy rights or not. It says that for the tenancy to be genuine, the following should be happening. A tenancy agreement is in place. The tenant has control over where they live. The tenant has control over who they live with. The tenant has control over who supports them and how they are supported. The tenant has control over what happens in their home policies and procedures that you will need to have in place. There are four sets of policies and procedures and mainly they are to do with Care Act 2000 minimum standards, domiciliary care agency documentation and Care Act 2014. There will be other policies and procedures that you will have to have in place and you will need a whole suite of those. made some suggestions of where to go to to understand what needs to be in your policies and procedures. We specifically ask you to first look at the Care Standards Act 2000. So we've already gone over the real tenancy test which incorporates the CQC guidance for support providers of domiciliary care to meet legal requirements under the CQC. 
and now we're talking about the Care Standards Act 2000 which was introduced to regulate and ensure that agency providers were competent in their duty of care and to develop a level playing field for all service providers. The Act introduced the independent regulatory body for social care known as the National Care Standards Commission. So there's many places for you to go and get your policies and procedures. You can get them written for you, you can write them yourself, you can contact the CQC directly and organise a chat with them about the services you'll be providing and they'll help you to understand which policies and procedures are required. But mainly the CQC will be saying that you need to look on their website. So you will need to remember what the five questions the CQC would ask when they come and um, assess you for registration as a care provider. The five questions known, of the, known as the key lines of inquiry are are they safe? Are they effective? Are they caring? Are they responsive to people's needs? And are they well led? So finally, funding your startup. Funding your startup. Revisit your business plan. As part of your business plan, you should have already thought about how you will raise the funds to start key activities. We've already talked about the registration processes with Companies House. That doesn't cost too much money, um, but it does cost your time as well to complete all the paperwork. How much you will need for insurance, how much you will need for policies and procedures. You will begin to have to find money for a registered manager and you will need to think about buildings. So we've listed some resources for you and they include NHS England, NHS England's learning disability information about housing, building right home guidance and also the real tenancy test. Please visit our health and social care recruitment website at gardnerrecruitment.com or click the link provided in the description.